Hannah means family. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? You don't know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Hakuna Matata! Why, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Disney Plus Us podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And Andrea. And this is the show where we cover all the fun things Disney's going on. We're looking forward to the Disney Plus uh, service. Yes. So we've decided we're going to watch all of the animated features and do a podcast about each one. In in order. Mostly in order. Mostly yeah. in order. We're back in the 1940s right now. Uh, last week we did Pinocchio. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> what a what a movie. Last week, a couple weeks ago. Well, it was our last episode. Last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this episode is all about Fantasia. The original Fantasia. I know there was an update in Fantasia 2000. We're not talking about that. No. We're talking about the original, original, the OG Fantasia. What does OG stand for? Original gangster. Original gangster <laughs> Fantasia. Duh. Duh. Okay. Um, so this movie, what have? When was the last time you saw this, Andrea? I was very small, and I was very confused. I know. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, did you see it anytime recently? No, 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 no. This was something that obviously I was introduced to later Disney movies. And um, Fantasia was one that we w- like had to watch in music uh, oh. as, as a kid and in our music class. So you always viewed, viewed it as an educational thing and not something fun. Sort of. Like I, like, I remember as animation meets orchestra. And there was different clips and different little stories. Now that's about all I remember. I I know Mickey's in that, and that that is kind of a fun fact that this is, I believe, Mickey's first appearance in an official Disney feature. animated feature. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, and that's the one thing I remember. I remember like dancing hippos, and I remember Mickey and the brooms. So I remember that whole storyline, but I don't remember much else. Interesting. Huh. So this this is kind of a far cry from the traditional animated stories. Like it's not one continuous story. I don't even know if there's any voices involved. I don't remember. Ah. So did you do any, like, did you find out why they decided to make this? In wake of doing like fairy tales and we came off of Snow White and Pinocchio and even mm-hmm. the Reluctant Dragon. There's kind of a, here's a fun, whimsical fairy tale type story. And yeah. then they jump into this. I did not actually find that out, but I do want to, let's, uh, let's pretend, let's do a theater of the mind. I think <laughs> <Okay>. it's important <laughs> To exercise and really take us back there. So it's in the 30s. Okay. And we're... It was released in 1940, right? 1940. Okay. And I feel we need to envision Walt's office, which, you know, because of the reluctant dragon, I kind of can do. In this role play, I will be Walt 
And you be the brain behind Fantasia. Okay. And I have to try and convince you to make this movie? Yes. Uh, and then I'll be the receptionist. <laughs> and I, uh, excuse me. Walt, we'll see you now. You may go into his office. That's, nom, nom, nom. that's me walking. Into- and then I'm lighting up a cigar. Well, well, I've got a great idea for you. Who, who are you? I'm... Uh, We've met like 10 times. Uh, um, yes. I'm I'm yes. the animator from downstairs, and uh, we have a great story for you. It's no story. What? what People but- will love it. It's completely different from all of this fairy tale crap we've been doing for the past couple of years. This is something that's going to blow people's minds. Wait for it. I'm waiting. Wait for it. I'm waiting. We take classic pieces of music and set them with very surreal cartoon images. Huh. Wham. What do you Wham. think? <laughs> Let me think about that. Huh. That way people get to experience classic music, but then we also get to animate whatever the heck we want. I like it. We don't have to come up with a real story. We just put it out there. People will pay millions. We have been wasting a lot of money on writers. Yeah. And we pretty much told every story there is to tell out there. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) go ahead. Take an early lunch. (laughs) Thanks, Walt. (laughs) All right. And scene. (laughs) You think that's how it went down? I'm pretty sure that's exactly (laughs) it. Okay. I kind of want to look it up and and see if... I'll, I'll look it up during the break, but yeah. I kind of want to look it up and see if, see how that went, if we're close. If we're close to that's how it went down. Okay. Also, we know from the Reluctant Dragon that mm-hmm. an animator strike was taking place. That's a good point. So maybe this had something to do with that? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe this was a concession to the animators. Sure, you can draw whatever you want. Yeah. All right. <laughs> fine. All right. We don't have to deal with story and plot. <laughs> sure, you can draw dancing hippos. Oh, funny. Okay. <laughs> so we'll look that up. All right. So now that we've kind of role played slash historically reenacted our... <laughs> Our take. (laughs) Completely real. (laughs) I think we should actually go back in time and watch the trailer. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Okay. We've got it all set up here. Ready? Ready. The screen hit that boasts the longest run in the history of talking pictures. Walt Disney's Technicolor feature, Fantasia, was Stokowski. Direct from One Year on Broadway. The film, Mm. hailed by critics as unlike anything else you have ever seen on Earth. Terrific, says the New York Times. Magnificent. A A miracle. miracle. Colossal, says Boston America. See and marvel at the scenes that amazed thousands and brought them back again and again. And again. See the flowering color fairies. And then they show us a little clip of that. Oh, dancing mushrooms. Laugh at Hoplo, the dopey of the mushrooms. Dopey must have been really big. Back yeah, dope. Then. They're really pushing dopey. And now we've got ostriches doing ballet. I kind of remember this. It's kind of ringing a bell. But this is an original Disney mu- music. No, this is classic music. This is from um, 
Uh, this is the Waltz of the Flowers from The Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. This is pretty much The Nutcracker. Why don't we watch this every Christmas? <laughs> and Mickey and his magic broom that creates a flood. Well, they just spoil the plot point. <laughs> the only plot point. <laughs> Thrill to dinosaurs that battle to rule the earth. I did not remember this part. All against the background of the stirring musical score. Fantasia Fantasia is a thrilling new screen experience. Its music will enthrall you. Its every scene will win your heart. Wow, they're really selling this. And they're actually showing us clips from the film. Walt Disney's Fantasia with Stokowski. Magnificent and multi-plane technicolor. See for yourself why it's the film that boasts the longest run in the history of talking pictures. Wow. So was it a big hit back then? I think, well, I have some history. I'll get into it after we watch it. Okay. Okay, I that did work for me. The I'm trailer, excited. yeah. yeah. I, I there are a lot of things I'd forgotten were in there, so I'm kind of excited to see it. What's curious is this trailer was two and a half minutes. Wow, how what, long are trailers nowadays when you go to the movies? There's regulations because you're allowed like one studio is allowed one like long trailer, and then some are teaser length. It's this whole complicated thing, and I'm sure in the 40s there wasn't such rules, but yeah. but now there are on on what the length of a trailer can be. So interesting. It is pretty, okay. pretty interesting. Huh. All right. Well, without further ado. Our feature presentation. One, two, three, four. It's time for the movie. Which, which remote do we use again? I'll get the popcorn. There could be spoilers. We'll be back in four, three, two, one. And we're back. Wow. 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 Two hours, four minutes. Ooh. I did not see that coming. That was a long... I feel like I've been to a symphony concert. Yes. That I didn't know exactly what I was getting into when when we hit play. It's been it is so a full length feature. Not only that, it covers everything. Little dancing fairies, the dawn of earth and dinosaurs and then good and evil and hippos and of course, Mickey Mouse is in there doing yeah, the... Yeah, of course. Which, fun fact, during the break, I looked up, how did this actually get made? Yeah. Oh, is this a fun fact? Should we do fun facts? Ooh, yeah. Here are true facts about... Disney. Fan- <laughs> <laughs> were you saying Fantasia? Yeah, I thought, I thought we were doing Fantasia, but... It works. <laughs> okay. Leave it. <laughs> okay, so... The film, which has eight animated segments, actually started out as a short that was just The Sorcerer's Apprentice. So they wanted a comeback role for Mickey Mouse. They hadn't made anything with Mickey in a while. And so they made The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Apparently, the budget just ballooned, and they spent so much money on The Sorcerer's Apprentice 
that they're like, well, crap, we want to make our money back. So they decided to add the other seven segments to it and make a feature length film I out see. of it. So it started out as just the Mickey segment. It was first released as a theatrical roadshow. I know. Isn't that fascinating? So, so they just traveled around to different cities and it was kind of a mixed review from it. Like people I, didn't love it. I heard critics really did. Yeah. Well, I see it received mixed critical reaction. Oh, okay. Uh, generally, audiences were didn't really like it. They liked the animated cartoons, yeah. but they thought it was too highbrow and they just wanted the stories. Yeah, sure. And so they stayed away for a while, but they kept re-releasing it and kept sending it out and eventually it turned a profit. So this is interesting. When it was on tour, it required a special speaker system and what they call it is like Fanta sound. Ooh. And uh, what this. So this was like, uh, what, like a really special sound system so you could hear the symphony really well? Yeah, that's exactly right. So it also required, well, no, didn't require. It really got hit hard World War II for release. So, yeah, budgeting was very tough and mm -hmm. they didn't see a lot of money for a long time. Yeah. But eventually, and I also did my research. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, eventually, it uh, spurred into video games, Disneyland attractions, live concerts, sequels, you know, Fantasia 2000. AFI uh, considers this the 58th greatest movie of all time. Wow. And it is now 23rd highest grossing movie of all time with adjusted inflation. So also one more notable thing about this film, it is considered a milestone in the creation of the modern music video. So it was like, wow, we can put images and video to music and it enhances the experience. It, to me, this really felt almost like a risk and a passion project by Disney. First off, you know, animation was still in its heyday, in its infancy. And doing something this abstract with this large of budget, and it, it was a lot of risk. But there, were, just from me watching it, there was very beautiful parts. There was very almost... The the art and the gargoyles at the end were fantastic, legendary. Now, we also discovered some other inspiration that came. Yes. Okay, so we were watching the segment where they go through... Was it was it the right. It was the right of spring. Right of spring. Um, which, fun fact, when the piece of music was originally released... People rioted in the streets afterwards. It got people so worked up, they went out and had a riot after Wait, they the heard music? the music. Yeah, when just the piece of music was released. Wait, rioted for fun or rioted for like, this sucks or? I think it just got them real worked up. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. It, it came out in uh, Russia during a certain point in time. And the music the right is, thing. the music is really dissonant and, and really 
long and it, it just it got them worked up so they went <laughs> this out is and too long they Let's went out and ride it in the streets so get your pitchforks so then for fantasia disney decides hey we're gonna show the first few billion years of life on this planet starting from spores and and what have you right but what we discovered as we were watching this and a uh, side note I am a huge fan of the original animated movie Land Before Time. Oh, yeah. And so I noticed in this piece, as they were showing the dinosaurs, that many of the animation things and even like shot for shot, it looked exactly like the Land Before Time. As far as art design As far as art design and and even like how the shot was set up and what was happening in the animation. And so I did some Googling and yes, turns out that this clip with all these dinosaurs was a direct inspiration for the 1988 movie land before time. And in fact, the creator of land before time started working for Disney in 1955 and just loved Disney movies. Wow. So, yeah, he pretty much ripped off this segment to make Land Before Time. Ripped off, inspired, Inspired, ripped off. I'd love to see if, like, he actually paid Disney anything. Or knowing... Any kind of, like, yeah, any kind of money for, hey, we're going to use your idea and your animation and shot for shot what you did. Probably didn't. Knowing Disney, they would have chased him, but I don't know. This came out in the 80s where, well, sorry... Land Before Time came out in the 80s, 90s, whereas Fantasia, 1940. I don't know. So but, maybe they weren't that well versed in what Fantasia looked like, the the lawyers at Disney. I have no idea. But yeah, literally, like there were some shots that were exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, get this. Fantasia, the movie we just watched, mm-hmm. spent, I believe, 49 weeks on Broadway. What? Yeah. So they showed the movie on Broadway? I'm not entirely sure. Did they bring in a live symphony? Maybe that was that. But yeah, it it was definitely on Broadway for 49 weeks in the 40s. Dang, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely is highbrow. And I can see why it's so popular i can see the brilliance of it it's art mixed with art but we were joking earlier that you didn't need writers there were definite stories involved i don't know about you but the one of my favorite segments was uh, the one starring the hippo and the tutu oh i love that one (laughs) i was just giggling the whole time It was really Because they started out so seriously. They're like, first you have the dawn and the day has begun. And then you have the afternoon and then they, and they introduce it like it's going to be this real serious piece. And then you have these animals (laughs) and tutus just twirling around. It was so funny. Oh gosh. It really, (laughs) now I'm not saying this movie was perfect. If I, I feel is my duty as a review fellow to mm-hmm. to kind of pick on it okay if i had to pick on it mm-hmm. i would say it was really long some of the stuff some of the art was it's not obtuse i'm gonna say obtuse it was just like oh here's a long like blue bar and but you're listening to music so it's not that bad um so it kind of went on for a long time 
But that being said, I um, also there was a conductor who would kind of joke around and explain what we're about to see before we saw it, mm-hmm. which I really liked it. It helped me kind of prepare to watch what was coming. But then they cut to this Leopold fellow who never talked, never addressed the camera. <laughs> and he didn't clearly was not in front of a symphony, but they kept like shooting lights at him. And he, he pretended to be conducting a symphony. Okay, let me tell you about these two people. Okay. The guy that spoke and introduced each piece was named Deems Taylor. He was an American composer, music critic, and he was uh, known as the Dean of American Music. I like him. He was very personable. So he was a big known music guy, especially in music circles. The conductor, Leopold Stokowski, the one who never talked, was an English conductor And he's best known, he'd worked with the Philadelphia Orchestra for a long time. But he's noted for his freehand conducting style, meaning he doesn't use a baton. Oh. He just uses his hands to conduct. Okay. Uh, So he was a famous conductor and they just pulled him in, but maybe he didn't want to talk or... Did he write Maybe they wanted both roles. No, just a conductor. Okay. Huh. And real quickly, going through the pieces of music... Um, there was Toccata and Fugue by Bach, and that's the one that starts out that all like evil people play on pipe organs yeah. and music. Oh yeah. Uh, there was the Nutcracker Suite, which I dare I say I like the Nutcracker Suite here better than really than in the, the Nutcracker. Ballet. Yeah, <laughs> like it just felt nice. It was done in ten minutes. You know, it was. It's what I wanted. Uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Which is the most famous one, I would say, out of all of the segments. Uh, the Rite of Spring. Yeah, which, yeah, that was a good one. Uh-huh. And then they had a 15-minute intermission. Which you don't see anymore in movies. I no. think we need to bring those back because <laughs> movies are getting longer. And you really need to go to the bathroom, which we did. Yeah, we both took advantage of it. Uh, there was Beethoven 6, the pastoral which is about outdoors and Beethoven would go for these long walks. And so he wrote music about it. And this one, they had all the different creatures from Mount Olympus. That's right. Zeus, what was his motivation for being so evil and throwing a lightning bolt? Zeus was kind of a jerk in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I can speak to his motivations. I will be honest with you and, uh, and the listeners, this was the one time that I kind of nodded off and took maybe a five minute eyes closed. I heard every note, but yeah, I, I just couldn't keep my eyes yeah, open. Yeah. I found it kind of boring too. Like that was probably my least favorite dance of the hours. Dance which which is the hippos and um, oh, ostriches yeah. dancing. And I'm trying to find a, uh, who wrote that piece of music. Once, but it's a famous piece of music. I've heard it before. Yeah. One thing that did kind of uh, poke out at me again is, is possible inspiration from Fantasia was the famous Guinness... Uh, ostrich that swallowed uh, is a cartoon ostrich that swallowed a pint of guinness and you could still see it in its throat <laughs> and this definitely had ostriches swallowing fruit and you could see the fruit in the throat now we don't know who ripped off who but if it could, follows the pattern 
Then Guinness ripped off Disney. But I want to say that came from the 20s. Maybe it oh. was. Maybe it's similar times. I don't know. It was um, It was still funny, and it, it, I, I enjoyed it, even though it was a, a weird callback. But, yeah, it, I don't know. I, I think Fantasia surprised me more than I thought it would. I come out of this with so much more respect than Pinocchio. Just. Yeah. And I was talking to Jay about this. When you go to a symphony or you go hear a piece of, even a piece of instrumental music of any kind, your mind starts to wander and you start to get these like pictures and colors and stories in your head inspired by the music. And all they did in this was the animators took that and brought it to life. So it really was like a fully realized trip to the symphony, but maybe a little more fun. (laughs) Yeah, a a lot more fun. Okay, so Dance of the Hours was Poncielli, who I've never heard of, but I've heard the music before, and you would recognize it if you heard it. Um, And then finally, Night on Bald Mountain by Masorsky. And this is the one with... um the gargoyles and demons and yeah it was very dark i remember being scared by this one as a kid um but then they resolve it with franz schubert's ave maria yes where you see uh the church bells ringing and it frightens away the demons and then you see the line of faithful marching towards the church with their candles lit it's very beautiful it was very beautiful there was a lot of moments that i felt Disney was not pandering towards kids or parents and making the cutest possible thing. I feel they really did make an effort to make an artistic statement and not really be tethered uh, to a genre. I felt that they really did put in the effort and they kept it in. That's a good point. Anything else you want to say about it? What about a moral? Yeah. Uh, we don't have our bumper, but Wheel of Morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us a lesson that we should learn. <laughs> Today's um, lesson is... Go, oh. go to church? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I would say pay attention during the symphony. <laughs> it's okay to let your mind wander as long as you're letting in the music during yeah. the symphony. Pay attention. Also, you can apparently rip off 1940s Disney and get away with it. (laughs) Which we might be doing in this podcast. Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) What is coming up next for us? You know, I haven't looked at our our list of Disney animated movies. Oh, how many? What would you rank this? Like, if you were to give this a score out of 10, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. Where that, would this one? That's hard to do. Um, there were definitely slow moments, um, but it, overall, it was beautiful. It was fun. The pacing was pretty good. It was a work of art. Mm-hmm. Would I recommend it to someone? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Would I go watch it every day? Probably not. Yeah, it's definitely one of those that I'm really glad I'm I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily know that I'll recommend it to certain categories of people. I will give this 8 out of 10. I will give this two alligators wearing capes <laughs> and a hippo wearing a tutu jumping around on Bald Mountain. There you go. That's fair. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, let me look real quick and see what's next on our movie watching journey. Okay. I believe next on chronologically, the next thing is either Dumbo or Bambi. What do you mean either? Well, Dumbo came out in October of 1941. Bambi came out August 1942. So we could watch either one of those. Dumbo. Let's do Dumbo next. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that will be exciting. All right. Well, I hope you watched along with us. Uh, we really had fun watching this one. This I I really did come out very impressed with the art and the music and the overall presentation. So um, definitely give this a shot. Anyway, thank you for listening. Rate us on iTunes and other places that you can rate. Can they contact us and tell us what they thought of these movies? Yes. Uh, I think the best way to do that is our, we have a Gmail account that I probably will never check. But <laughs> well, I'll check it. Okay. Send us your emails at. Uh, I believe we are Disney plus us podcast at gmail.com. Send us what you thought of this movie, other movies. What did we miss? What did we not talk about? And if we get some good insights from you, maybe we'll read them on our next show. All righty. Until next time, everyone. Have a great day.